Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Five, four, three, two, one. Somebody struggling with a microphone? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I heard it too, but I'm fine, so. Uh, hmm. uh, like, oh well. Um, welcome to another installment of Fragments of Silicon Reviews. Um, this week we have two games to review. Um, first up is Stick It to the Man. Um... I suppose this one's a bit of a curio because, well, it's kind of old. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of real old, if I'm being honest. Um, checking up on the release date, uh, at least like the Steam version, uh, it was released in 2013. Huh. Yeah. Um, and saw rollout on a whole host of other platforms in like 2014, I think. Now, mm-hmm. the point is, you know, it's a game that's three, four years old at this point. You know, usually we don't go out of our way to review games that old, but, you know, the dev provided it. We interviewed them um, about a month, a month and a half ago. Uh, it's uh, It's been a significant amount of time, and, yeah, this review's been on the back burner because, well, not for nothing, because it's a game that came out in 2008. It's like it's mm-hmm. something we get to. It's just, you know, when we have games that are fresh and new, they take prioritization. But, you know, here we are at last um, having a, you know, um, I suppose, a big enough release gap in brand new material to review this particular title. Yep. Now, so I suppose we should get right into it in terms of, you know, describing the game. So this uh, kind of reminds me of a game we reviewed pretty recently. Which one was that? Uh, the Inner World. Huh. I can sort of see where you're coming from here in terms of, it's got a, you know, it's got, well, it's got a literal papercraft art style. Yeah. You know, but like it's... And, actually, and the same sort of surreal environment yeah. yeah that being said it's actual like art aesthetic is very different from the inner world yeah i didn't think i'm not saying it's the same it just reminded me of it a little yeah like i said i can definitely see where you're coming from here especially since 
Um, well, in real terms, this game um, is almost a, a point-and-click adventure game. Yeah, it's a platforming adventure game, but most of it is the pointing and clicking. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, it's, its technical definition would be a puzzle platformer, uh-huh. but, uh, like, heavy emphasis on the puzzle part, because... I'll be up front right now. The worst part was the actual platforming. Like yeah, platforming is not complicated, but the controls are also not perfect. Yeah, like the controls are intentionally bad from what I could gather. Uh-huh. You know, it's like I Ray just can't jump good. Right. And that kind of, yeah. that kind of actually factors in into, you know, the platforming. Well, he can get his heads. He can get his feet as high as his head, which is pretty good in real life. True. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But he's certainly no Mario. Yeah, it's like it's not a game I'd actually recommend for its platforming. That's for sure. No, it's more like an it's more like an adventure game where the uh plat where the platformer style is just the interface. Yes, I'm like because and- the mechanic of this game is uh Ray, uh gets conked on the head by a mysterious secret capsule uh, and gets something in his brain that gives him what he calls a spaghetti arm that looks nothing like spaghetti to me that lets him do a few things. It's a transparent purple arm, tentacle arm growing out of his head that uh, lets him grapple to literal thumbtacks in the scenery. Uh, which helps the platforming, and it also gives him the ability to read people's minds and pick up objects and stick them in other places, including objects that are sometimes people's thoughts. Yeah. And that's it's where the per- adventure game puzzles come from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your main objective is um, you're going to be gathering um, stickers. Like, the thought bubbles actually produce stickers. Like... It's not just the thought bubbles either. Sometimes it's actual physical objects. True. Like I said, this isn't going for literal papercraft here, which actually gives it something in common with like Paper Mario, of all things. No. Yeah, they but, don't like, reference the fact that they're made out of paper, really, but the world definitely mm-hmm. functions as though it's made out of cardboard cutouts and stuff. Yeah. Like another example is the uh, the checkpoint system. Uh, they're literal copy machines. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, when you, like, die, you'll just, you get another ray scribbled out, literally scribbled out. Yeah, another one gets printed out of a copy machine and then automatically cuts itself out around the outlines. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice touch, I suppose. Like, um, yeah, also worth noting that, like, in between, I suppose, the point-and-click um, areas you will deal with, like, action sequences um, uh, a few levels ahead. Like, I I think starting with, like, Chapter 3, you'll start having to deal with agents. Yeah, who are men in black who are want to recover whatever you've got inside your head now, presumably. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are... Taking it out of you violently. Basically, they chase you around, and if they catch you, they stab you with a taser, and then you respawn. Mm-hmm. And you don't have any weapons. To, you have no way of um, 
eliminating them. The best you can do is, like, uh, if you read the thoughts of some of the agents, um, the tired ones, they'll produce um, Z-packs. Yeah, sleepy yeah. thoughts. Um, which you can, can paste to... onto them to make them fall asleep. Uh-huh. And later on, you can um, also use Ray. You know, they'll think of Ray's face. You can put that on an agent, and they'll go chase that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically, you can avoid them, and you can kind of distract them, but you can't actually defeat them. Right. And you'll makes see going S- backwards through areas difficult sometimes. Yes. Um, unless you make sure to open up the uh, quick access tubes, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, I think the level I was just in didn't have one of those, but you never actually had to go back to the first part of the level. Um, it had one. It's just it didn't. Yeah, you didn't have to go back to the first part. Yeah, you didn't have to go pe- back past the part where you, the first like, sleepy guard. Anything where where basically the pointing click uh, part happens, um, you'll have you'll have quick access to. Like, you don't need to run through the um, let's call them action sequences more than once if you make sure to open things up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Note that this, while this does mean that the areas that you are looking to solve puzzles in are fairly limited, it doesn't mean they're small. No. I'm like, it just means that there are parts of the stage that it's not. Yeah. And these action sequences will ramp up. You know, it's like, you know, you'll be dealing with like two agents in the beginning chapters, but um, like by the end of the game, you'll be dealing with not just like five agents at once. Um, but also, they'll bring in helicopters. Ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like it could get tricky, because the controls aren't great, and while you're dodging, usually what you have to do to get out of them is grab a thumbtack that's all out of the zone that they're patrolling, and you have to be a pretty solidly on the ground for that to work, I've found. You can't really, you can't really, uh, mind arm when you're in the air. It's le- it's less intimidating than you think. Because, I mean, they even lampshade the helicopter, you know, go back in very predictable patterns. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, trust me. Uh, so I'm it's like, just a patrol guard thing, right? and yeah. you can avoid being seen by it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, you know, I'll be honest. You know, if... I'm not sure if it's the game's main problem, but it's definitely a... Um, an issue, um, difficulty. This game is pretty easy. Not gonna lie. It is. Now, it's like, I, I mean, you will get some challenge, but, you know, there's nothing here that's <laughs> gonna be too, you know, gonna be too, um, thumb-bleedingly difficult. For example, the stickers, the stickers can only stick in the correct spot. I was right. slightly disappointed at that because it means you uh, yeah. generally can't, like, get funny things for doing multiple things or the wrong thing. But on the other hand, that means you don't have to go back and get the sticker again. Yeah. I- I'm like, and, you know, as far as, like, the point-and-click elements, it, it really doesn't evolve past the initial premise. You know? mm-hmm. um, like, to, to the final chapter... You will be doing the same thing. I mean, obviously, it's going to get more and more elaborate. Mm-hmm. Um, dealing and you know, dealing with more action spaces. But like I said, it's 
know, it's nothing that's going to uh, prove to be difficult. Yeah, nothing in this one make you pull your hair out, basically. <clears throat> no, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but like I said, I just found this game a little too easy, if I'm being so honest. Now, and it's not a long game either. Like, um, the game is about ten chapters. I'm like, if you just blaze through it, you'll probably be done about two to three hours. Like, if you take your time, because, you know, there is a reward system um, in the form of uh, reading people's minds. Like, Yeah, a lot of people have funny things they're thinking or whatever. It's also your 100% completion is making sure you read everybody's mind in a level. Hmm. <laughs> there were a couple of people I couldn't get to that I could see that you could read their mind potentially, but I couldn't figure out how to get close enough. You know, it's like, I'm not sure if there's any actual reward for getting 100% completion because, I'll be honest, I couldn't be arsed to do, do it. Especially since, like, a lot of the levels, it was like, oh, you missed one person. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go through the absolute tedium of tracking down the one person I missed. Also, there are a lot of people. Yeah, it's like it's like about twenty five people per stage, you know. And some of these people are dogs or pipe alligators yeah. or. Yeah, <laughs> like I think the people I kept missing were like the the actual agents. <laughs> I kind of wanted to. Because it's hard to breed their minds a lot of the time because you know if they notice you they start chasing you. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, though not every level is um, structured the same, like you've got, um, like currently in the video feed, um, we've got one of Ray's dream sequences, um, which is a lot, um, which some of them can be a lot more straightforward. Like um, the third one was much more action oriented, uh, oriented than um, the previous one. Mm -hmm. That's when it turns into a nightmare, and then you're dealing with. Um, well, literal nightmares in the form of um, giant agents who will, you know, do the same thing that they always do. You know? Only bigger? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. I'm like, um, if I can compare it, it's, um, if you played like, a, say, a 16-bit platform uh, game and you go through, you get to the auto-scroll level, like you're being chased by, say, a bear or a um, stampede of deer or something like that. Um, that's that level. Like, like Lion King, for example? Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Only instead of, like, a overhead view, it's, um, like, to the side. Yeah, side-angled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was still a nice effect, though. It is. Uh, I think the game's strongest point is its story and its humor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the aesthetic is pretty nice, pretty neat too. Yeah, although you know, in all honesty, it's pretty ugly. Like obviously, intentionally so, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a style that's trying to be kind of mm -hmm. charmingly ugly. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know. Also worth noting that the man is an actual character. Um, he actually showed up on screen. Like he, he is, uh, at least initially, he's always in black silhouette. But yeah, no, no, he. he I will he say, always is. Yeah, he will say he will stay in silhouette throughout the entire 
um, adventure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wasn't sure if maybe he showed his face at the very end, but I'm not surprised he doesn't. Yeah. And it's worth noting that story and gameplay mechanics are actually um, fairly well integrated. Like, you know, the spaghetti arm isn't just a thing in the game. It's, um, it's a thing that only, like, Ray can see, and it's um, literally driving him mad. Because of the thing in his head, presumably. Well, it's because he doesn't know what to... Uh, you know, he thinks he's hallucinating. And, you know, he's, like, literally losing his mind. Ah, uh, yes, hallucinations that let you sort of teleport and uh, let you read my, people's minds. Very. Uh, this also has very tongue-in-cheek humor. Yeah. I'm like, honestly, if uh, there's a game that reminds me of, it's Psychonauts. Yeah, even yeah, done the that. art style. Yeah. I'm like, I describe it as um, Psychonauts Light because, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously it's not, you know, it's nowhere near the level of Psychonauts in any regard. That's that's not a disparaging remark. It's just, you know, this is a um, simple downloadable plat uh, puzzle platformer versus, you know, a fully featured... Uh, granted, it was for the Xbox, but it was still a fully featured console game, a 3D mm -hmm. platformer. No. no, it's like... Um, as far as the style of humor goes... Um, yeah, this is definitely not going to be everyone's um, cup of tea. Yeah, it can get twisted at times. Yeah. I mean, like, um, here we have literal gallows humor being played on the uh, on the screen right now. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's very early in the game of, uh, I need a ride home, but the only taxi guy I can find is trying to hang himself. Mm -hmm. Better do something about that. Yeah. I, I suppose that's also a note that... You know, even though the it looks pretty lighthearted, if grungy at first, but yeah, this this goes to some dark places. Mm -hmm. You know, it's still comedically tongue in cheek, but it's still not something I'd probably recommend for young kids. Mm -hmm. You know, may like I'm like probably e ten and up. I'm like, does this actually sure have a? I was say, does this actually have a rating? I'm like, it actually does. Um, it has, you know, it's um, Peggy rating is 12, and it's ESRB rating is teen. Like, that sounds about right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. Teen is a very uh, sort of variable category, but... Right. But yeah, that's, you know, it's like, you know, in terms of our ratings, that's about where I'd put it, you know, maybe yeah. a little less, you know... It, but I guess, uh, you know, to err on the side of caution, like, uh, let's see, the music was definitely one of the big surprises of Stick It to the Man, mainly because I wasn't expecting, like, the big band jazz stuff. <laughs> no. Yeah. It, it's it, like, it worked. Yeah. yeah it, it, well, yeah, it definitely worked. It's just, you know, I wasn't expecting, you know, a lot of, you know, wah-wahs in Trump. <laughs> and stuff <laughs> I you know it, all of a sudden you know it's the Voodoo Vince soundtrack all over again uh, it's doubly interesting because you know this isn't uh, you know this is a game that was made in Sweden yeah oh. I was I was curious about that I knew it, I could tell it was definitely not English first language but yeah well uh, 
It definitely shows in the humor. Like, it, it's definitely closer to British humor than, say, anything on North American soil. Yeah. No, but I wouldn't call it um, exactly British humor either. No. It's like, British humor um, tends to be, well, drier than uh, Stick It to the Man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, make of that what you will. You know, you know, but the humor is kind of one of the, if not the primary drive of playing this game. You know, I, like, I suppose if I had to boil it down, like, I found Stick It to Be, uh, Stick It to the Man, a better experience than a game. Because, you know. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It's like because as a game, it's pretty um, perfunctory. You know? Yeah, it's mostly uh, it's mostly like a story that you're experiencing rather than. Yeah, I, I mean it's mechanics and it's gameplay and you know all of that stuff. They're so okay, it's average. Yeah, it's generally and everything is generally extremely linear. Yeah, you know, the like, like it's like playing an adventure game on that level as well. You're not really playing it for, say, the, you know, necessarily the puzzles, but so much, you know, the story or the characters or the humor. Mm -hmm. That, that's what's driving this game. Definitely. Wow. Um, Petty Fan, you've been playing the game, so um, what are your opinions on it? thus far um i do agree with the jumping thing it is kind of clunky mm -hmm. it's especially hard when you're trying to like jump above and you get like stuck under a platform because mm -hmm. that happened to me more than once same here and it's like it could use like some sort of method to keep track of things like if you have multiple objectives going on i suppose but that's more of a me being into more modern games thing. Well, I mean, this is a fairly modern game. Yeah. I mean, yes, it came out, you know, a few years ago, but, you know, you know, it came it's available on, like, the PlayStation 4 and the um, Xbox One. Granted, you can also find it on some older systems, like it got a uh, PlayStation 3 release, a Wii U release, actually. I didn't know that. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm not exactly sure how it used the game, uh, you know, the gamepad. I would imagine stuff that really had touch controls. Yeah, it's like I can imagine, I can definitely imagine how it's um, laid out. Actually, I think the Wii U control gamepad controls is probably one of the better ways you could do this. Because using the control pad or control stick and buttons for jumping is definitely preferable to WASD. Mm. No offense to anybody who disagrees with me. Well, it's like I'm using uh, a DualShock 4 controller. Right, but I can see the uh, click and drag being a little bit more efficient than uh, using the right stick to sort of aim in the general direction of a thing and then click a shoulder button and then yeah. like move and pull and stuff. Also, Certainly, apparently, you sir. can go in different planes of this. Yeah, the world is cardboard. It's not flat paper. Ah. Mm -hmm. So sometimes there will be a... 
thumbtack that's either in the foreground or in the background, and you can jump to the jump a little bit further forward or backwards. Sometimes you have to unlock a thumbtack. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, there are some thumbtacks. Usually they're usable. They're usually the kind that you see sometimes in platforming games where you revisit areas where once you get through a thing, you do a thing that makes it easier to get back there. Mm -hmm. Oh, it. And if you're looking for a portable experience um, in regards to Stick It to the Man, it is on the PlayStation Vita as well. And that would probably have full touch, definitely. Yeah, kind of a tiny screen, though. Yeah, From right. what I've heard, um, the Vita isn't that bad for stuff like this if they do the resolution right. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone here has a Vita, so... No, I keep it's... wanting to get one, and then I keep remembering how much the Sony memory cards cost, and I'm like, you know, I may want Japanese weird games, but I don't want them that many dollars. Well, if you get the <laughs> 2000 model, it comes with a gigabyte of memory installed, so... I'm like, do you know how much Sony memory cards are? Oh, like... yeah, I have a PSP. I know exactly how much they are. They're expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ridiculously so. Uh... Like, I, I, I know, what... let's make a proprietary format and then we can charge as much as we want yeah. I'm like eh. I think that's one of the main reasons why the Vita never took off I'm being serious too but yeah. Um, and it's not like SD cards didn't exist the funny no. story about the Vita memory cards, they're basically micro SD card with pins swapped yeah. anyway um you know, um, platform gimmicks aside, this game should be um, pretty uniform across the board. Although, worth noting, it um, it was built in Unity. Um, yeah, I noticed this game was running my computer a little harder than I expected from the graphics. Yeah. But so, I think this is a game that doesn't suffer that much from using lower graphics settings. No, no. Plus, it's you know, it, it's a you know, it's a two D platformer. Like those, you know, usually those tend to be all right um, when using uh, the Unity engine. Yeah, yeah you have to screw up real hard. Yeah, and it's extremely highly stylized. So it's not so much you you have to screw up um, really hard. It's like you have to be like, uh, you know, really high fidelity. And you know, I'm looking at you, Ori in the Blind Forest. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't they get a didn't they have to patch to fix that? They had to release a um new edition to fix the the slowdown problems. Jeez. You know? And I can attest that as somebody who put into um about like forty, fifty hours into Aria in the Blind Forest. You now it's like great game, but the you know, the slowdown was pretty noticeable. You know. Um anyway, uh let's see. Um, price. So, uh, this is a probably another major downfall of the game. At least, you know, it's base price. It's $15. I'll say it right now. This game isn't worth $15. Because it's short? Yeah, it, it's really short, and it's really, you know, it's so mechanically average. Uh, you know, I can't ignore those things. You know, even though it's got a lot of um, character and personality and all that stuff. 
you know, yeah, you might if you really like this kind of game and thing, that might be on the very upper end of what you think is acceptable. Now that being said, um, I have seen this game on sale several times, um, ranging from about seven fifty. I think I, the lowest I saw was about five bucks. You know, and at that price range, Joe definitely recommended. Yeah, I yeah. think ten is probably a more reasonable price for this than 15 yeah like um, most people i would recommend trying it at 10 yeah you know especially since you know this is going to be on the subjective side um um also worth noting uh, there is only the base version um you can uh, get the soundtrack on spotify i believe but you can't purchase it like on Steam or anything, or it's not available on Steam. Is it expensive on Spotify? I don't know how Spotify, Spotify is a streaming service, so you can't actually own it. Ah, okay. You can just listen to it. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I'm looking at the link right here. Listen, uh, listen to the soundtrack on Spotify. So, mm -hmm. and yeah, um, that is the only link um, as far as the soundtrack goes. Like, it's, you haven't seen if it's like on Bandcamp or anything like that. Um, well, it's like I'm on the um, Zoink Games website for ah. the game. So ah. I think if they had it, they they, you know, link to it. Or at least I'd hope so. so mm -hmm. you know, that's, what, <laughs> that's where I'm seeing the Spotify link. <laughs> okay. Right, right. Let's see. Is anything? else we need to cover i mean I, I guess maybe the voice acting like um the voice acting is generally good but the fake accents are not yeah uh, <laughs> yep <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah uh, like when they're just going for a normal voice or a funny voice the acting is pretty solid but uh Man, those are some terrible fake accents. I think they are intentionally terrible, but that doesn't make them not terrible. Right. Like the really terrible fake French cook. Uh, At least as a game, you're not supposed to take too seriously. <laughs> true enough, true enough. I, I'm like, I think you can turn the voice acting off. Um, you can. Yeah, you can turn all the volume off. If nothing else, you can turn the what music, sound effects, and voice acting volume down separately. Just right. something to note about that, because I had it on for I had the stuff muted for a little bit on there. It still has the walking sound effect playing. That's weird. Yeah, I think it's just a bug. But it is is something to note if you are you know want to play us on mute for whatever reason. I'm like, there are reasons why you'd want to do that. Like now. this. <laughs> yes. yes, indeed. Anyway, so I think that'll about do it for Stick to the Man. Um, any final thoughts on the uh, game? It's a game. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, it would be good for people to check out, but yeah. Do it, yeah. do it when it's at a price you find appropriate for this kind of game. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, as we already said, um, it's definitely the game you want to play for the characters and story. 
that's what's pretty much going to hold on to it to the end. <laughs> like I said, the, you know, the stuff that's really holding it back is, um, you know, the bland mechanics and really the length. That's the one that really get, um, gets me because, like I said, you can complete this pretty damn quickly. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, for $15, I'm like, eh, that's a little much. So. It's one of those, but, if it had like New Game Plus options or something like that, maybe, but... Yeah, or maybe even more interesting um, collectibles. Like, I, I just didn't find the need to, you know, go out and hear every silly thoughts process in the game. No. Um, all right, so that'll, uh, that'll do it. Be sure to tune in for our next review, um, a game called Cooking Witch. Like... That this witch sure is, does cook. <laughs> I'm like, it is quite literal. More on that in about um, what, a half an hour. Like, mm -hmm. you know. So until such time, I wish you good gaming. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.